0: Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Super Coach Insider podcast. My name is Swizz, here to talk all things round 22, and there's one big thing to talk about, and that is Paddy Cripps. Before we get into that, as always, thank you for all people who subscribe, like, listen to our show. We really appreciate the support, in particular our sponsors as well, Splash Vodka, Earn You, Manscaped. Never a better time to sign up and support them who support us. You know, Splash Vodka, great idea to sit there and watch the footy this weekend and enjoy a nice beverage. Gamble responsibly, but you know, get there, sign up to earn you and try to make yourself some money. And Manscaped, some great products there. You can get that uh, discount and free delivery. Well, last night and we sat there and we recorded two podcasts, hoping that the Crips decision would be done. And even after that, still had time to watch the Storm dominate Penrith and went to bed, and still we had no idea what was happening with Paddy Cripps. Uh, you know, there was a lot lot of discussion by the lawyers, and in the end, we a lot of us woke up to the news this morning that Paddy Cripps is off. Depending on how you feel, and there's a lot of us who have uh, you know, mixed opinions about that, um, you know, from a Supercoach perspective, a lot of people will be rapped, uh, there'll be some people who won't be who had the the spare trades or um, the loop, loophole cover to go. But from um, my perspective, just from a super coach perspective, I, I'm wrapped because, you know, I was trying to hope that Mitchie Owens would have to go out and, and go bang tonight. Um, from a footy perspective, don't really agree with it. Um, I think the onus should be on the player. I'm, I'm happy for players to bump, tackle, do whatever they want. But if a player was to come off injured there, well, that's on the um, you know, offending player. Um, I don't like the argument then, oh, well, you know that player can't take a punch or can't take a hit and it becomes on the defending player. I know not everyone agrees with that. I know um, my mate Benny there, and being a Brisbane supporter, you'd think he'd be a bit more supportive for Archie, but he's not. He didn't think there should have been anything in it. And that's just the way footy is with um, trying to cater for everybody. You cater with everybody's different opinions. So we have plenty of people out there who think, uh, you know, you, you can go out and still should be able to bump. You might have the people who are extreme where they think, you know, king hits and whatever should be allowed and that and it should just be a free for all you've got other people out there who think you know tackling should be banned and it should be like touch and then you know 99 percent of us in between having that different uh opinion so nobody's ever going to agree with these things and, and that's i guess in a way what makes footy great but another way you know it makes it confusing and really hard because it's just not black and white it's such a hard game where just to adjudicate where it uh, you know, there's no two incidents usually the same so how do you make it black and white uh, it gets frustrating with other players like I know a few people brought up the Pickett incident from a couple of weeks ago where I think he got a week You know, and it does seem that certain players do get treated differently um, I've always also prescribed to the idea that it should be Cripps doesn't miss the next two weeks against uh, Melbourne and um, Collingwood but he should miss the next two weeks against Brisbane um, and that would probably, and that should be just home and away. Um, I think that's where uh, you'd have these decisions where people are like, oh my God, it's an important game. And I think the AFL does get a little biased with that, that, you know, they they want their best players out there for these important matches. And, um, you know, there's definitely, you think there's sometimes a lenience against um, suspending players like that um, because they want, you know, the importance of the game. You know, they've got a lot of money with the TV rights and they want people tuning in and, so that, that does make things interesting, um, you know, and we've had these discussions before, you know, Trent Cotchin leading into that prelim, you know, there's been plenty of examples where players have probably should have got suspended in other top periods of the year, and if you think this was probably round one or two, he probably goes for two weeks and there's no argument. Um, so it does open up a lot of inconsistencies where, yeah, I think stuff like this needs to be ironed out and maybe it does need to be that system that we talked about of Tom Stewart on uh, Voss, um, on Prestia, where, you know, what's also the compensation now, say Brisbane now missing Archie for the rest of that game, you know, Richmond missed Prestia for that game. You, You can open up plenty of examples of that and that yeah should it be just against the other player maybe it should just be fines but then the problem is there the players and the player association don't agree with large fines like to make them worthwhile it'd have to be a significant percentage of their earnings so let's hypothetically say crips might be on a million dollars you know you you make it 250 three hundred thousand well they can they're going to be thinking twice about that but then there's no way the players are going to agree with that um, so, yeah, how you actually come up with a solution, um, and, and once again, people are going to have different um, you know views on that. So, it's an interesting one, but from a supercoach perspective, the 19% of people who, or the 19% of trades this week, which have seen Crips traded out, you can reverse those trades and get him back in. Um, the only one I'd suggest, if you had the hundred and seventy thousand go Crips to lead, you might want to keep that one because lead is the obvious VC option if you have him. Uh, lead into Oliver is what I'm doing. Uh, I know my mate Ben from the A League chat. He was sitting there going, uh, "Do I go Cripps or Himmelberg? Um, maybe to Lead." And I'm like, "Yep, Himmelberg, definitely there." Um, you just need kind of Lead in these mat- this matchup, and he's been absolutely flying. He's been the number one Super Coach player for about the last five weeks, ten weeks. We had a discussion last night of how do you start Lead next year? They're probably going to have a soft fixture to start the Crows. Always the case for the bottom six teams. Um and you know he's going to be priced you know six well, probably seven hundred if not more depending on how he finishes um, these last two matches so it's that's an interesting one an interesting discussion for our preseason um, but yeah you you got to kind of get him in if you don't have him probably the obvious one then is Neil VC tonight probably we think he's going to go about that one twenty to one thirty so he will be a pretty safe choice. Um, but they, you just kind of run the risk of missing, you know, 20, 25 points for those who are going to have lead or might able to do something with Oliver or even Mills this week against the Pies midfield. Pies are a very good team at the moment, but they don't score many super Coach points. So um, some of those Swannies players should go pretty well this week. The other one is Vlosten is named to play. Um, so I've got him there, but I've swung Himmelberg back. Um, so if Himmelberg goes really well, then it'll be just a case of lost and will be benched. I'm not going to run the risk of him being laid out or you know, injured. So you need to have cover if you're one of the people like myself or Supercoach Mummer out there who have lost in I think it's about 6% of teams. So yeah, I, I still think he probably does play because the Tigers can sew up their final spot if they beat the Hawks. Don't want to leave it to the last week. But yeah, he's obviously going to be playing hurt. I think he's wearing a rib guard. Uh, some news about Nan Curvis as well, uh, left training early. So there's a few people that have him. Definitely something to um, uh, consider if you've got cover. Tico not playing this week, so if you've got say a Darcy Cameron, somebody like that, you can put on at F, uh, uh, so at R3. Um, you might want to do that this week, just because in case he's a little late out. Uh, the other one is some of the Collingwood players have come down ill, so just be monitoring that as they lead into their game. There could be a couple of late changes like that. And then also Geelong. Geelong love their late changes, so Mitchie Duncan's already out. Um, so unfortunately, those people have got him. You kind of, in a perfect world, can hold him. You will because they play West Coast next week. Um, and I'm probably against now bringing in some of those Cats players because they're probably going to play the Thursday night prelim, I mean the first Thursday night um, qualifying final. Uh, which means even with the week gap it'll probably end up being only like a 12 day break so like some of the cats could get rested for that west coast game especially if they're playing for nothing bar percentage which means nothing to them anyway I feel like it's just a case of Cameron and Hawkins trying to get the Coleman um, in that last round uh, in regards to anything else that probably can be doing your sides uh, if you've still got Hewitt um, Brayshaw might be a good pick up there the obvious ones is Stewart and Sicily if you don't have them But, yeah, Brayshaw has been flying in that midfield and probably then gives you some options, especially if you've got Hewitt playing in, in at M9, like a few people have loopholed him there. They might have a, um, a rookie defensive midfielder um, where you could possibly then move short onto your bench either line. Uh, so that that might be a good move. If you've got short uh, and you've got a spare trade, then he might be another one. Uh, I know chrissy has been trying to sell Luke Ryan stocks, but knowing that, this will probably be the week. He'll have his down week, but he has been flying. Uh, so there, there is a few good options. And the other one is, as we discussed last week, uh, look out for these retirement players. Now, Josh Kennedy, that was just a freak of a performance. Kicking the 8, should have probably kicked 10. Um, but, you know, they just kind of feed players in these games, especially when the opposition's not playing for much. Like, Adelaide was still trying to win that game, but kind of was... A little bit like West Coast are kicking the ball to Kennedy every time. And you're going to get that in sort of these games. Next week, McAvoy playing his last match. You know, you've got Robbie Gray. Robbie Gray, an absolute champion of the of of the of footy. He's um, probably been a bit underrated. But, yeah, definitely somebody that maybe if you've got that spare trade next week um, and you make your Supercoach Grand Final, you might want to just, uh, yeah, fling him in because um, you could see him just going out with a bang. Uh, so, yeah, so there's some options there to consider with the, and, and have a look at that. Josh Kennedy from Sydney, but um, that I think if the... Well, they're going to be playing finals, so I'm sure is going to be trying to get him in, so he won't be playing the last match there. But you never know. He might be trying to... If he gets himself in and right, he'll prove himself, so possibly there. So And the other one is the draft finals. I know there's a few playing draft grand finals this week, or you might be in draft prelims. Have a look at those waiver wires, uh, Adelaide forwards. A lot of people try to stream forwards, F4, F5. Um, so you might have to pick up like a Lockie Murphy type or, you know, a Phil Thorpe or somebody like that who could go off this week. Um, I picked up Jaden Stephenson in one who I can't believe he didn't get dropped, twice turned his back on the footy and that absolute blunder which led to a buddy goal uh, it was absolutely comical, but he's been absolutely flying from a super coach perspective so you know you might find somebody like that keeper leagues um if it's open slather where people can still pick up players uh, you might have people trying to win this week and win their grand finals so they might be dropping rookie players to bring in sort of more senior guys to win or you might even you know able to get a trade for somebody like that who you know this is their chance to win and you might be able you know find a way to get a rookie out of their side. So feel free to uh, yeah, send some of those, que- even if you want to ask us and send perspective trades that you might have and and get that done. I know there's a couple of people that have been doing that. Um, a shout out to Steve as well. He was listening to both podcasts uh, this morning from that we put out last night. He had a question about bringing in Rowan Marshall. Not as keen about trading out Darcy for Marshall, but at the same time, I don't mind it because he's opening up his forward ruck loophole options there. So, and... The way Darcy's been playing compared to Marshall, yeah, I can see that has been a good matchup. Just some advice going into that prelim weekend. Uh, Just have a look at your matchups, as we said last week. If you can hold your trade as late as possible, and if you look like you're going to win, well, that's fine. Then you can hold it. If you look like you're going to lose, you might want to do a left field move there. Try to get maybe a Merritt, um, Darcy Parish, Redmond, um, so Essendon Vineport. There might be some moves you can make there. Uh, especially with the Richmond p- playing 320 and the Bombers playing after that, you know, short to Redmond if you've got some cash, um, yeah. So there, there could be a couple moves that you might be able to make late if you've got trades up your sleeve that, uh, yeah, might be able to get you the win and get you into that grand final. Uh, outside of that, uh, yeah, as we always say, you know, continue to get in touch with us. We we did a great podcast last night, our first one for Premier League. Um, particularly Chris and I are very big into our Premier League, me being a City supporter and um, Chris being a Liverpool supporter. So I think there's about 8 million people around the world involved in English Premier League fantasy, which probably is slightly a bit bigger than 160,000 for Supercoach. So it, definitely an inter- interesting discussion. It was, it was a bit refreshing to talk something different. Um, there's plenty of other fantasy competitions coming up, as I've said, you know, involved in NFL, but Big Bash, um, Supercoach Racing, and uh the women's afl fantasy um so hopefully there's going to be some release of player prices and details for that um i believe the essendon hawthorne games already been sold out at port melbourne and they're going to move that to hopefully to marvel so there is a lot of interest in that so yeah there's uh plenty of fantasy going around draft stars what we play weekly Um, again adelaide north melbourne players Fremantle forwards are good to look at that so yeah, there, there's plenty of fantasy options and, and discussion to have. And yeah, so feel free, contact us and, and we can have a discussion about that. But all the best in your Super uh, Supercoach prelim finals for who are for there. And those up the top, our man Abdul in third place and also Jay in first. We uh, wish you guys all the best. And hopefully uh, you guys can be one and two coming into the last week and have a bit of a discussion around that. So all the best and uh, we'll talk soon. Bye.